0: what is up you guys welcome back to strong and worthy podcast this is yaya and megan hi guys
1: oh it's a whole different world because we're we're yeah. messing around with video today so it's like honestly it when you started talking i was like oh like they can't see if we wave or
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> if we smile this whole time this whole time we have been podcasting and we've just been like, listening to each other's voices. We haven't seen each other. And even I was thinking about it when we did, yeah, when we did your YouTube, or sorry, not YouTube, your yoga thing on Sunday, I was like, oh, shit, I have not seen her face since Vegas. And, like, it took me a second of, like, I don't know why I thought it would be different, you know? Like, like I hear your voice all the fucking time. Like, I talk to (laughs) you on the daily, but, you're like, not your face, you know? Yeah, it's different. I I like it. I kind of like that. Yeah. So like that's coming soon. That, like when I went to Vegas, I was like, is this going to be weird? Like, are we still going to be good? Like, because mm-hmm. like I would feel just, again, so myself around you. But then we went like two, three years without seeing each other. And then I was like, I was excited. Don't get me wrong. But part of me was like. Is she still my bitch, or is she not my <laughs> bitch? Like, what's? Or am I gonna have the to vibe? find a hotel room? What's the vibe? And then, like, I see you. It's like behind your desk, and I was like, Megan! She's like, what's <laughs> my bitch? I'm like oh, she's still my bitch. Everything's fine. I think Everything I like screamed. Fine. I was like, ah! <laughs> like all my
1: staff, everyone in the gym yeah. turned and looked.
0: I was like, okay, what's the vibe? Like, is she gonna be hype? Because I'm hype. Yeah, it was great. and then I was like oh
1: shit I was supposed to send her my like address and shit (laughs) because I I was working and you just showed up I was like oh my god I was so surprised but also real quick before we get going um I wanted to give everyone the opportunity to follow us on social media so the podcast if you guys are in different countries listening to us that's so amazing and we would love to connect with you more so the podcast Instagram is um, strong, and then is it the and symbol?
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: and. Strong and symbol worthy podcast. That's our Instagram, and I'll I'll make sure to put it in the description. It's strong and then, and worthy
0: podcast. Oh,
1: strong worthy podcast. No and yeah, no
0: strong and. worthy it's podcast. shot strong worthy podcast.
1: And Which- then yeah.
0: Yeah, that's amazing that we have our voices playing across the world. Yeah, like, what? So, that's
1: so exciting. That's the best part. So if you're in a different country, um, tag us on the podcast Instagram so that way we could shout you guys out and share it and share what country you're from if you hear this. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's super amazing. It turns me out that. I had to Google some of these countries, like, where the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh you guys are bougie. Okay. Like, there are out there, amazing. amazing. We'd love to come visit
1: and do a live show. Yeah,
0: yeah like, if you guys start like, a little fan club or anything, feel free. Like, <laughs> no pressure, though. Just kidding. Anyways, great, go though. ahead. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted... To start off by giving guys a little bit of a life update, I went to Mexico last week. I went to be the Madrina for my niece's baptism, and it was a great experience. I, um from the last episode we shared, I told you guys I felt like I had been tested on my power. I felt like I had given you an opportunity to rise to the occasion and, like, you know, like, speak my truth, and at that time being, I didn't. I, like took a step back, I I cowered away and then I was beating myself up for it and like a whole I had a whole conversation with Megan about it. And then I like reminded myself like it was just a test. You know, it wasn't a label, it wasn't who I am, it wasn't like it it was nothing as big as I was making it seem for a minute. And so being in Mexico, I was tested again and just to give you guys a little bit like backstory with Mexico, like I've shared, I grew up there. And when I left, I was 13. And so after 13, like almost every year I would go back to visit my dad. And at that time being a teenager, I wasn't very fucking angry teenager. I was like super angry at life. Um, My mom was working two, three jobs, so I was the one staying at home taking care of my sisters, and I always felt like, fuck, dude, I didn't ask for these kids. Like, I don't want to take care of them, you know? Like, where's their mom? But I was the Mm -hmm. mom. Like, I was the one cooking, cleaning, and helping them with their homework. Fuck, I remember going to my sister's school's meeting with their teachers, and they're looking at me like, where's your mom? And I'm like, my mom sent me you know? (laughs) Like, what's up? And just... I had a lot of resentment towards that at that age. And so in my eyes, the guilty one was my dad, right? Like he's the one cheating my mom. He's the one that does fucked up shit. Like he's the guilty one. So I took that at heart to be his karma. Like literally I would go back with the intentions of making this man cry or making him feel like shit. And I accomplished that every single time. Like I always say nowadays not because I'm not a bitch today doesn't mean I don't know how to be one like I know how to <laughs> and it's not something to like say like oh be afraid of me it's just simply like I know my power you know like mm-hmm. I've made people that I love cry with just my words and so I did that for so long like every single time I went back even like when I started drinking like I would purposely get drunk over there because that would like give me courage quote-unquote courage right to like talk shit to my dad and be like you did this and you did that and like I guess for a while what I wanted to hear was sorry but even when he would say sorry like I didn't feel like he meant it and I and he would always like make it seem like oh well I'm the bad guy like no matter what I do I'm always be the bad guy so it doesn't matter if I try to like make up for it like you guys already have set your mind about me and so it always felt like not what I wanted to hear you know but Forward to where I am today, like I recognize that I had to forgive myself in order to forgive him. I've had to work in loving myself in order to love him. I've had to mm-hmm. accept myself in order to accept him. And so here we are today, right? Like like I said, last week I was tested and then or sorry, last episode I was tested. So then being there again, like my dad is a better person today, but he's still yet just a human. And so there's this, this situation where we were at a restaurant. Like, the whole trip had been had been gone great. But um, we're at this restaurant, and like, the server just fucked up everyone's order. Like, the food was late. The food was wrong. Like, everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. And I'm not like, I worked in the service industry. Like, I've, I've been a server, I've, I've been a host, I've been, I worked at restaurants before. So I don't like to put pressure on them because I understand that, like, that whole shit gets fucked up sometimes. Happens, <laughs> you know? and like, no one does it purposely. Like, no one says, "like I'm gonna fuck up these per- this person's order and purpose so I can ruin their day." Like, those are never mm-hmm. the intentions, and I understand that. So I don't like to be like, "Where the fuck is my food?" Like, that's that will never be me. So, but that was my dad. <laughs> my dad mm-hmm. is like giving shit to the server and like making him feel like shit. And like, my dad has this like scary ass fucking look in his eyes like he doesn't have to say anything but his eyes say everything for him when he's angry he f- brings fear to people like, mm-hmm. uh, like you know <laughs> he, doesn't lie. he doesn't lie and so like I saw that face and it gave me chills it gave me PTSD because that look used to make me fucking cry like I I he didn't have to say shit to me he would just look at me that way and I would just fucking with my toe between my legs I would just go to my room and cry because I like I knew I had done something. So um I read his You saw the and look I, and
1: who did you show up as? I was did like I told, I
0: just like looked at him I was like hey chill and then he's like what? Because he was he told the server like if my food is not ready right fucking now I don't want it anymore and I was like Well you're hungry and you're gonna get even more grumpy if you don't eat so I'm gonna need you to eat that food, <laughs> you know? And then he's just he's I was like chill dude. He's like, what? And then I was like, I just told him like, I know that phase. Like that phase is the phase that made me go to therapy. Like, chill. And then he's like, I'm over it. And then I'm like, then tell your face that, you know, because <laughs> can't see it. Like you're not over it. And then he's like, why well, can't I can't see my face? I was like, okay, but we can. Like literally, everyone else in the restaurant can see your face. And and then I was just like let it go because I could see him like he was working on it. And then we go outside and um and I hug him and I was like, hey, like no one's going out out of their way to fuck up your day. Like no one. No one's purposely here saying like I'm gonna mess up this family's order so I can ruin Truffle's day. Like that's those that's not his intentions, that's no one's intentions. I was like and at the end of everything, like I talked to the server and the manager was like, hey, like you guys, like I'm not bitching about anything and I'm happy to pay for my whole bill. But I don't think it's fair because you guys literally did fuck up all the orders. I didn't get what I asked for and it was super late. So I just want to speak for what's fair. And I don't think that's fair if you're going to charge me full price. So I ended up getting a discount, but I was very polite about it, you know, and mm-hmm. I felt good about the situation because I didn't also feel like I should have paid the whole thing. Um, and I feel like,
1: had you not had that interaction the week before mm-hmm. your ass would account, like it would have been, you know, the yeah. same shit as usual. Your ass is triggered. You go fight or flight, but like you had that test and it was very clear to you that you were like, Oh, I'm not doing this again. Like, I'm not yeah. giving up my power. I'm not doing that. I'm strong. Like I can yeah. speak up for myself. And then next thing you know, you're in Mexico having, these interactions with your dad but I think if if that hadn't happened I think your trip would have gone very differently for you
0: yeah so it's kind of
1: like that idea of like temporary defeat temporary failure but like what's the lesson it's trying to teach you because you're out even after that you weren't like oh I'm a victim oh this happened to me it was really like what is this why did this happen for me like why did this happen what is it showing me and then yeah You grew from that.
0: It definitely. I feel like that's the biggest, that's the craziest
1: part. Like that's the biggest part is like, even hearing how you came back, you were like, no, I accepted that if no one else is going to be responsible or act like an adult, like it's me and I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to own the energy in the room, not in a negative way or like I'm in charge or like toxic or whatever, but it's like, someone's going to own the room and I'm committed to feeling good so that someone's going to be me. (laughs)
0: that's exactly how it went down that's exactly how it went down i think for a long time even part of me was like resentful of being the the head of the family because like Mm -hmm. i was given that role at a young age and i didn't fucking want it you know what i mean like i did not want it but i had to and so when i told myself like okay pull back do you boo and and that's not your role anymore i've i've noticed that i keep getting put in that situation right like i keep finding myself as a leader and so i just accepted it like fuck i guess this is what i asked for you know i guess this Mm -hmm. is like my mission like i am a leader i'm not going to cower away and like honestly even like when it comes down to driving like i don't trust anyone behind the wheel more than i trust myself you know because i just fucking know who the fuck i am i know i'm careful i know i pay attention and that's how I look at life. Like even with my family, like I noticed they listen to me. Everyone from mm-hmm. my little ass six-year-old brother all the way to my dad, my mom, my sisters, like people listen to what I have to say. And so it's just owning that, that like, okay, like the, I believe power comes with responsibility. A lot of people mm-hmm. gain power and they don't know how to utilize it. They take advantage of people. And if I wanted to, I could manipulate people and I could take advantage of situations, but I don't, I have power and I respect the responsibility that comes along with it. So it's like, if I'm going to be the one in charge, I'm going to do it in a loving way, but I'm going to do it in a way where like, we can't, I cannot let shit slide. Like if something's being toxic, I'm going to call it out. You know, like I'm no longer going to be like, I'm going to pretend like I didn't see that or I'm going to pretend mm-hmm. like that didn't trigger me. And it's like, No, dude, that shit ain't right, so let's talk about it, and let's Mm -hmm. know that, like, it's it's okay to, like, lose your shit, but, like, you're 100% control over your emotions, and I'm gonna need you to control yourself right now, because Mm -hmm. there's no need to ruin this day as a family when we're about to split up again, and we don't know when we're gonna see each other again, like, this is not what my last day in Mexico is gonna look like,
1: like, Mm -hmm. I'm not here
0: for this (laughs) shit, so... Yeah, it was very, very interesting. I definitely felt powerful. I honestly felt very, like, on top of things, and it felt very mature and very respectful towards myself and towards others. Okay. I was even given respect to my little brother's uh, friends, like, they're 18. You know, at that age, like, everyone thinks they know what the fuck they're doing with their life. And it's like, you know, <laughs> you don't. And you think you're the boss, but you're not. And it's like, I could tell they had that energy of, like, destructiveness, you know? But I was. Going up to them, look at them in the eye, like, hey, like, I'm gonna welcome you into my house. I'm gonna feed you, but I'm also make you clean up after your own dishes. I will give you the beer, sure, but you're gonna fucking put it in this bag when you're done. And I'm not gonna clean up after you because you're a grown ass kid. So, <laughs> like, just the same way that you wanna go come to my house and get drunk is the same way you're gonna fucking come and clean it up. I'm not cleaning mm-hmm. up after your mess. And, At the end of the party, my dad's like, oh, there's not even, like, a lot of fucking trash to clean up. I was like, no, because I made those kids clean up after themselves. Like, sure, they had a great time. Sure, they came to have a good time, and I'm glad that they did, but I wasn't going to pick up after them. I brought Mm -hmm. them back every 30, 40 minutes, and I was like, hey, you know, pick up your shit. I'll take it back. And it was amazing. Like, there was zero drama, and there was not a lot of trash to clean up at the end. Mm-hmm. and everyone had a great time like everyone had a great time and that's why oh, and i feel like it. that's
1: that's like a reflection of how you approach the situation right because i feel like oftentimes people will let it build up let it build up let it build up and then you explode and then you're yeah. the scapegoat of like oh she's being a crazy bitch. like mm-hmm. she's just tripping right now right but if you're like hey, let me make it very clear what my expectations are of you, and also I'm not trying to interfere with your fun. You guys are more than welcome here to have a good time, but like treat it like it was your own house. Like, treat it like it's your mother's house. Just understand, I respect my home and I expect the same from you. So I feel like that's 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 powerful.
0: That was my go-to before, for sure, of like let it build up and then explode and like Drama,
1: in me too. Me too. In- I would do that shit at work, like yeah. employees acting a fool, and like it wasn't really my team, so I didn't feel like I had the power to step in. But then, next thing you know, I'm like yelling and screaming at them, and like losing my shit, having a meltdown to my boss, trying to quit my job. So, I feel like you got to learn how to have the and how to like monitor your own emotions. Yeah. And noticing when things are starting to build up and noticing, like, what am I even feeling right now? Like, Mm -hmm. am I angry? Do I feel scared for my safety? Like, and then it's like, okay, you can start to kind of monitor those emotions as they arise before you're like angry. You're like, okay, I'm getting a little bit frustrated. Let me go back to like, where I feel like I have my power. Mm
0: -hmm. So I feel like
1: that to see you go through that, hopping on with you from, like, a few days to a few days, it was, like, oh, damn, this is a whole different person than I spoke to Mm -hmm. after her interaction at that beach party. Like, this was a whole different woman. And I was, like, damn. Like, I was getting chills listening to you speak because that energy is is powerful. Like, that energy is dope. It's exciting. It's definitely,
0: like, not... It's new to me still, you know? Like, it's definitely like I surprised myself, honestly. Like, Mm -hmm. on my flight bike, I was just reflecting on the whole week and I was like, oh, damn, like 17 year old, 18 year old, 20 year old shit. I slapped my dad like three years ago when I was (laughs) drunk. Like, this is new to me. Like, very fucking new. Yeah. Again, I would get so drunk and talk all my shit. And I could, I could talk my shit being sober. Like, I never needed the alcohol, but. I would definitely escalate my shit. Alcohol <laughs> helped, you know. But it's just to to have so much self control today is amazing. It's like it's amazing. It, it really is. Um, but yeah, that's like my little update about Mexico. It was a great time. I came back with a cough, and I definitely felt like I was fighting some negative energy because one, like everyone that goes to my dad's house will tell you that there's something in those rooms like the yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't like that i don't like that <laughs> there is something like everyone knows and my sister when, such was little, when we were little she said she saw like little people like talking to her like gnomes telling her to like follow her uh i had other people tell me that like they had nightmares in there and every single time i go i get hit with like nasty nightmares and then I get hit with, like, this energy at time, And, like, this time around, like, I wasn't scared. I was just simply, like, calling all my guardian angels and being like, hey, like, I know I'm not alone. So, like, fuck you for thinking mm-hmm. that you can get me. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not alone. And mm-hmm. I was just protecting, like, creating this bubble over me and over Eli. And, like, he was sleeping like a baby. But I was like, dude, I'm over here fucking fighting. like High alert. <laughs> and whatever. Like, sleep with a baby. Like, the light was fucking lighting up with it was like a storm going on that whole night and it was serious because every time i closed my eyes i would like when i would start falling to sleep i would just get hit with like nasty demons and, and ghosts mm. and shit and they would wake me up so it was something telling me like you're safer being awake than like falling mm. asleep so mm. i ended up just staying up from like four in the morning just working on my laptop like i didn't even try going back to sleep It was like this Not for me tonight, you know, like, it's fine. I feel better being awake anyway, so. Mm -hmm. That full moon energy. The strength wasn't even just um, mental, it was also spiritual. It was also, Mm -hmm. like, being like, fuck, like, I'm not weak. Like, I'm not going to let anything possess me. I'm not going to let you fucking scare me. Like, you want to go, let's fucking go then, you know? (laughs) And and that's my part of flight, too, you know? that It's like, I much rather be angry than be scared. I'd much mm-hmm. rather be like, let's fucking go then. I'm not, I ain't no bitch. So.
1: <laughs> do this. Physical, non-physical, she's fighting everybody. It's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Pete told me that too yesterday. He's like, well, we're warriors. We need to fight. I was like, well, no wonder I like to fight. Yeah. Like, not physically. Anyway, I'm not. I've never, really like- like, never been like a actual physical yeah. fighter I'm like,
1: let me heal. I'm like a healer. So I feel like for me, I'm like, let me put you in a warm blanket and let you know that you're okay. Like, I just want to mom everybody. I'm like, you don't need to fight. It's okay. We all love each other. (laughs) I think I'm the strict (laughs)
0: parent. I think I'm the strict parent. So what are we going to do about it? You know? I'm dead. I'm dead. Um yeah, yeah that so name.
1: that's I feel like that's a, the transformation of kind of both of us right now is like figuring out who we are at our core and like not being afraid to show that and like shine our light and just mm-hmm. be happy. Like that's pretty much what's on my mind all day every day is like how can I feel good now? Like okay, I feel tired. Like can I feel excited about being tired? Like can I appreciate how my pillows feel on my bed? Like can I lay here in bed if it's 6am and I don't want to get up? Can I play with my mind and my imagination to like start to play how I want my day to run? So just things like that is like, I feel like it's all mental. It's all like brain patterns, neuropathways, like thinking patterns that have been programmed in and then unplugging certain things and like plugging into something else. Right. So like unplugging that angry yaya and like, Plugging her into a powerful yaya. Whereas maybe like anger before used to give you your power, right? That was your only way of retaking control of the situation. But now it's like, no, I'm fucking powerful. You bitches aren't even going to go there. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not even going there. So get that out of your mind. This is our path. This is what we're doing. You're cleaning up the fucking house when you leave. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Enjoy getting drunk. Have your good time. Like, I'll leave you the hell alone. But like, here's the trash bag. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to like, set the tone for how you want things to go and like own the room and own conversations because that's how you create your own reality and I feel like kind of to go a little bit deeper into that would just I mean I know I said before I wanted to touch on a couple of my clients but like both of them two of them when I hopped on this week it was like like one girl had to stop her mid-workout. I was like, what did you let go of between last week and this week? Like we we're just lifting. She was like lighter. She just, her energy was very powerful. And like previously we we were having like therapy conversations where the workout was like subsidiary to like, Hey, we need to do this emotional work. And then yesterday I was like, Oh damn. Like who's this bitch lifting all these weights, nothing to complain about owning that she created her own reality. Like, cause when the previous week it was like, Oh, like if I own that, like, it's scary to be with myself because I'm admitting that I'm the problem. I've been the problem. And I think that's where both of yeah. us have been. If like, like we created this, like we created this situation, like, why would I create that for myself? And then at a certain point you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, no, you created this and you're perpetually Mm -hmm. creating this. So either you choose a different path or we're going to keep going here, whether it's about money, whether it's about fitness, whether it's about health, it's like reprogramming the entire way that you relate to anything and reprogramming how you come into your day and how you come into life. Like, are you just bouncing around reacting to the situations around you or are you taking the time energetically to like pre-pave how you want your life to go but the ugly part of that is looking at yourself (laughs) and all your problems that you manifested and being like oh my mom's not a bitch my dad's not an asshole like i just don't like myself so there's no way i could love him like damn (laughs) that's just rough sometimes like it's a dark it feels like a dark lonely place and then there's also a lot of compassion for other people once you go there with yourself because it's like everyone else thinks this way like my dad who's angry like for you your dad who's angry and you're like well I couldn't forgive him because I couldn't forgive myself and as soon as I forgave and loved myself it was no issue loving him yeah It's never the other person. But so often in life, I feel like we want to be like, oh, well, you said this and it pissed me off. So you're an asshole because I got triggered. (laughs) But like, you're the asshole for getting triggered because the only one who could remove that trigger from popping off is you. Yeah. Like, if you don't want people to push your buttons, you got to take away the buttons. And I feel like with your trip, you did that. And you kind of got to see like, oh, damn, I did this. And not, like, a conceited, like, I'm better than everyone else, but it was, like, I'm powerful. Like, I can do this. Like, I have the power to do this, and no one can stop me. Like, listening to you speak that last, like, 10, 15 minutes on the last episode, I'm, like, I got chills. Like, I was, like, bullshitting on my computer, and then I heard you. I was, like, damn. Like, I literally stopped what I was doing because I was, like, this woman, I want to hear what she has to say. And I feel like that's, like, it's just inspiring. It's inspiring to see you, like, be vulnerable. It's inspiring to be vulnerable with you. It's inspiring to, like, have you call me out on my shit. And, like, we can call each other out on our shit. But, like, there's no fear. There's no, like, defense mechanisms of, like, oh, I have to look good. Even to the world right now, I feel like I don't even have to look good to the world. Mm -hmm. Like, i just want to love myself i want what's in here in my heart in my body and in my mind to be clean and good and and happy and vibing high and like attracting everything i want so i don't know my point with that but
0: (laughs) i feel that it definitely like i had your voice in my head when i was in mexico you know like who is gonna own the energy in the room you know like somebody will and so I just I know everyone else's energy already. So it's like I don't want them to own it. So it's like mm-hmm. I, 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 that'll, that'll be me. I, I like I brought games, I brought Jenga, I brought Uno, and I was like, "Hey, let's let's all play together," you know. And it was like a great time. Like every like I'm realizing that everything we did was because of me. Not and again not in a cocky way, but like. We played and we bonded together because of me, my idea. We had a great time at the party, pretty much. I decorated and I did a lot of this shit. Just like, at one point, I was annoyed, was like, fuck, I feel like I'm doing everything. But then I was like, also, like, but if I don't, then who else will? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. I do it because I love my family, because I want this to be a great day. And so mm-hmm. I did it. And even like the responsibility of being a madrina, like, Forget the church, the church, churches, whatever the fuck? I don't give a fuck about the church. (laughs) I did it because it's tradition. But the meaning behind it of like being a godmother to someone is a huge responsibility, right? That that means to me that I'm plan B. That means Mm -hmm. to me if anything were to happen to my sister, I will step in. And it's like, I don't take that shit slightly because I love my niece and I want her to grow up being secure of herself, to understand that she's beautiful, to understand that she's powerful as well. But I also understand that if I want that for her, I have to lead by example. Mm -hmm. And I've been telling that to my sister, too, that it's like you can't expect Scarlett to grow up being secure of herself if you're showing her insecurities. You can't Mm -hmm. expect her to learn how to love herself if you're teaching her how to not love herself, you know, and you're teaching her that by your actions. It's like telling me that, too, right? They're like, okay, I'm Mm -hmm. plan B. So, whatever I want for my knees, the people that I love, I have to do that for me. And even when mm-hmm. I tell- I was telling my brother, too, like, what do you want to do with your life? And then he's like, well, I want to be this. And then, like, amazing. Like, it shouldn't fucking matter my opinion or your dad's opinion or your mom's opinion. Like, do whatever the fuck you want to do because it makes you happy. Don't be afraid of people talking shit. And then I was mm-hmm. like, why am I afraid of people talking shit? Like, why am I telling my brother this when I know deep down that I still hold back in certain mm-hmm. areas? because of what they're gonna say like that like i can't lie to myself you know what i mean that's what i was telling you this was like being self-aware it's a fucking cold ass shower and it's like oh this. Mm-hmm. like i'm saying one thing but i'm not doing that thing and mm-hmm. so literally cutting the strains of like what's my family gonna think what's my family gonna say what's mm-hmm. the world gonna get offended if i say a or b like am i gonna get crazy am i gonna be cold crazy for speaking about spirituality more it's Mm -hmm. like honestly i don't give a fuck because i just want to connect with the people who get me you know Mm -hmm. like whoever is gonna be on this wave they're gonna understand that this is truly me and i want Mm -hmm. to be accepted by truly me i don't want to be tiptoeing around people because of like me being worried about how they're going to take it, you know, like take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Take it. Or it's okay if
1: it. you leave it, it's okay to leave it too. Like not like, yeah. it's like not all dogs get along with each other, right? Like not all humans get along with each other. Not all of us are vibrating on the same wavelength. So like if you're over here and I'm over here and like, we're doing different spins, like it's just going to create friction if we try to come together. So like, that's okay to leave it. I'm not asking anyone to stay or not leave. Like I'm not begging people not to leave. I'm not trying to be like, oh, well maybe if I said this differently or or I sent this message or whatever, this person will feel better about themselves and then they'll want to love me. Like it's so exhausting (laughs) at a certain point. It's like, you just put your hands up and you're like, okay, I give up. Like, let me just get clear about what I want for my life. And just hold that in my vision all the time. Like when you have a burning desire for something, it naturally just consumes your energy all the time. Right. Like I feel like with this podcast and with my business, it's like, I'm on a trajectory and like, that's consuming my energy that like, I'm too busy doing what I'm doing to even like, first of all, judge what anyone else is posting on Instagram or Facebook. Like I just don't have time and I'm grateful to see what I get to see. And I like what I like and I unfollow what I don't like. But like yeah. when you have your own like burning desire and this own thing pulling you forward, it consumes so much of your energy that like everything else just seems silly. Everything else just seems like a waste. Like, and I had this realization, like, cause you always see those things on Instagram where it's like, nobody wants to be a part of it when you're at the ground level like people want to be your friends Mm -hmm. when you're a millionaire and i just look around at myself and i'm like how lucky am i that like i don't have a single hater like my instagram is not huge my facebook is not huge but like not only do i not have a single hater but it would take both of my hands and then some to count all of the people that unconditionally support me right now without judgment it would take me like probably going to my toes my mom my stepdad I don't really speak to him but I know he's supportive he's there like my stepmom my dad you like Maricela my friend Danielle like I could keep going the list goes on and on and sorry if I missed your name and you're there for me but like that shit's amazing and when you're just like authentically beaten like I'm not doing anything special I'm just genuinely like trying to help people and like just speaking from my own experience and like doing my best to love myself and teach other people that it's okay to love yourself. So just that, that like culture, like even for me and you, like we're in this, but like, there's no judgment. So to just take a second and reflect on like how lucky we are, even with the people that support this podcast, like I don't personally know all of you, but like, I'm grateful and I appreciate you guys. And I hope that You're learning that it's okay to love yourself, even with the ugly shit, you know, even when you do get angry, even when you do feel like you want to lay in bed all day and just like zone out and not be present. Like, that's okay. Just love yourself and be easy on yourself and like, be nice, be nice to yourself.
0: (laughs) Especially through that. I read a quote recently that said like, healing isn't like, you know, loving yourself or like wanting to be loved, something like that. But it said like healing, what it really is, is to allow for your darkest part of you to be loved too. And it's like Mm -hmm. for so long, I felt like that part of me did not deserve to be loved by like the the part of shame, the part that was like, Mm -hmm. well, you used to be a slut. Well, you used to hit your sister. You used to do this and used to do drugs and used to do that. And it's like, all of that was so shameful for me. That was like, I'm going to try to go as far away from it as I can. Pretend it never happened and not Mm -hmm. acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that was me. And that is me. Those experiences have made me today. And so those deserve love too. Because Mm -hmm. it's just without that negativity, without those experiences, I wouldn't be here today. And then at the end of the day, right? Like I'm starting to work with this concept too of like, Nothing is good or bad. It just is. Like, it, life is just is what it is. We as humans are the ones that complicate shit and want to label it A or B, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you look at the great scheme of things, like, it, none, of, none of that shit is going to matter. Like, none mm-hmm. of that shit is going to matter. It's just like, you get to use your feelings as a guide, right? Like, what make, what brings you those butterflies, those emotions, those excitement? Figure out how to do more of that. What brings you the anxiety and the negative emotions, and do less of that, and like truly embrace it, truly embrace it, because you cannot lie to yourself. Like mm-hmm. you think you can, like you can I've,
1: try. I've,
0: I've tried. To, <laughs> I think I we like, had ourselves
1: fooled for a couple years that we were <laughs> lying to ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, like, but I like was tell you earlier about weed. Like, I've smoked weed for so many years now. Probably since I was like 15, 14, I'm going to be 28 in a few few years, in a few days, <laughs> 11 <laughs> days from today, I'll be 28. So over a decade, you know, a decade and a half, I've been smoking marijuana. And so it felt like my identity, it felt like this is just who I am. Like I've accomplished everything with weed. Like it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that when I smoke it, I get anxiety and Mm -hmm. I can't lie about that feeling like I'm telling myself we like this we like this and my body This helps us
1: relax but
0: yeah and my body's going no the fuck we don't quit it Mm -hmm. quit that Mm -hmm. shit and I'm like no no you quit it like an internal conversation of like no you quit it like I've been doing it for so long like how am I gonna stop now and they're just like if you truly listen to your body it's telling you to stop
1: Mm -hmm. and so
0: for a long time i've been ignoring that side of me that says like i don't like this anymore because i'm mm-hmm. so used to it but it's just it's like, like a part else, of right? your personality
1: is defined by that by like but being it's like kind of a else, stoner right
0: like because i used to say like well i'm always angry and so i would mm-hmm. always be angry and so mm-hmm. this is no different to say like i'm a stoner and it's like okay well who are you without the weed and like mm-hmm. I you're so connected to yourself with weed then why can't you feel connected to yourself without the weed and so Mm -hmm. that's what you're saying like that's what i take it when you're saying like really looking at yourself in the mirror and saying like this is me you know like Mm -hmm. this is me the one that doesn't like it anymore even Mm -hmm. though if i did it for so long and who's to say that i'll still do it in the future you know but right here right now it doesn't align with me it gives me anxiety Mm -hmm. and i don't like that feeling and so Mm -hmm. if i go back to it as a choice And the choice wouldn't even be weed. The choice would be anxiety. And like, like Like, I don't want that anymore. You know? I don't want that anymore. Yeah, but.
1: Yeah. And I've even noticed. Because like, I'll like, want to smoke. But then I'm like, okay, I smoke. I get anxious.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? Or
1: like, I smoke now. And I go to work out. And like, i'm tired or i just feel like Mm -hmm. out of it or like i can't focus and it wasn't always that way like first in my fitness industry dude i wouldn't be where i am without cannabis like for a long time it was a tool because i was in so much pain and just couldn't be present in my body that to have that tool to alleviate the pain allowed me to go within and like actually work out but now it's like just reflecting on like it doesn't serve the same purpose that it used to yeah But that's not to say that, like, I don't like to use it to help me fall asleep. I know that if I smoke and I have to go around people, it's no bueno. It's Mm -hmm. no bueno. I'm in my head. I'm not social. I feel weird. I feel like I'm just, like, stuck in this, like, shell and I can't, like, but then, like, I would want to do it because I have this, like, conceptual idea that it helps me relax. But then I'm, like this is not relaxed
0: like this is
1: like you need extra caffeine throughout the day just to like get out of the fog and like same thing like you were saying earlier like I was in my car earlier because like I don't have anything with like THC THC but my little pen it's like CBD CBG and like delta 10 THC so like but I looked in my eyes in the car and I was like this isn't you dude like this, I even said it out loud. I was like, this isn't, I, th- I said, this isn't me. I was like, this isn't me. Like, I want to like be bright eyed. Like if eyes are the window to the soul, like when I'm stoned, I don't like looking people in the eyes. And then yeah. I'm like, why yeah. is that? Why is that? Is it this fear of like being seen? And like, it's just these weird things that you just play with your mind. And like, you see if you can go deeper, like, why do I want to smoke? Like, why does this help me? It's like almost like a protective, like comfort zone blanket type mm-hmm. shit. But then it's like, is this really serving me? And what thoughts can I replace with it that now serve this new version of who I am? Because I feel like both of us, like I'm not the same person I was a month ago. Yeah, Like, not really, but still kind of more of me because I'm like that 12 year old me was me. That 18-year-old me was me. That 23-year-old, that 2-year-old, that 5-year-old. This whole span in which I've been a human, this go-around, that's me. And she deserves love. And, like, it's okay to go through your memories and remember, like, putting on clothes and then going to the mirror and seeing my body be fat. But, like, looking down at my body, seeing something totally different. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was 12, 13 and, and I was heavy, I would, like look down and see how I look now. But like I was 50 pounds overweight. So just this like detachment from brain to body and like reconnecting with it and knowing that it's possible and seeing the impact of like other people using these tools to take their own power back. It's like, I don't feel certified by any means to teach this shit, but I think it's important. Like with our yoga class the other day, I'm like, I'm going to teach you guys. We're going to go through a flow, but like, I'm not certified, but I know this stuff is important. So I'm going to share with you what I know and just seeing like the clients that I have and the people that it's impacting and like hopping on phone calls with someone who's typically in victim victim mentality and talks down on herself for 20 minutes of our hour phone call. Like I had to stop her and be like, wait a minute, you know, you haven't said one negative thing about yourself, this whole phone call. And like, You've been in charge of the call. You've told me how your week was planned out. You told me the things you got done. Like, you said what you did. You were relieved about this, but like, you haven't said anything negative. I'm just like, who are these women coming back to me? And like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing any of this. You guys are doing the work. Like, these people are out here doing the work. And I think that's who both of us want to connect with. Like, I don't need. 30,000 people listening to this podcast because we're holding back our truth. So they like what we say. I'm looking for the 50, 100, maybe it grows from there, but like quality over quantity. I'm not trying to connect with everybody. I'm not trying to be everybody's trainer because I've seen Mm -hmm. the other end where you train everybody and you take clients and they're not really there. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if you're there and you're on board, like hop on board, we're here, we'll ride with you through the ugly times, the hard times, the fucking... I need to cry for an hour, like, I need you to call me out on my shit for an hour, <laughs> like, whatever it may be, like, we're here for it, and it's real, and I think that's a beautiful place to be in, and I'm excited for where we both end up in the next three months, six months, a year, five years, ten yeah. years.
0: <laughs> Definitely. It's just the I beginning. This is just the beginning, and like I said, this whole new empowerment era is so new it's so Mm -hmm. like i have no idea what it's gonna look like six months from today you know like even just having like i was telling the news about like the lump of my breath is like i literally don't know where my life is gonna be six months from today you know like i can only take it one day at a time i can only focus on what i want to manifestate for my day what i want to put my focus on i know i feel healthy i know i'm grateful for my health and that's how I want to lead into this for even Mm -hmm. yesterday too like you were heavy on my mind when I like I was thinking about that too okay this is like the heart chakra like what's going Mm -hmm. on here and then I was like telling myself like how would it look my life my day look like if I tell myself I want to lead with my heart you know because I Mm -hmm. don't ever say that to myself I just show up I don't show up with bad intentions Mm -hmm. so it's not Mm -hmm. like I tell myself let me be an asshole today but I also have never said like what does my day look like if I show up leading with my heart leading truly with my heart and so I was just thinking about that yesterday it's like all of that is power right all of that is from self awareness all of that is like knowing you have a choice all of that is like saying like I'm taking care of my body because I love my body because I'm grateful mm-hmm. for my body because listen I don't know how many times I've lived this life and I don't even know how many times I'll come back, and I was telling, trying to tell myself that too yesterday. Like, I believe in past lives, but also like, none of those matter right now because this is the one I'm living right now. Mm-hmm. Even if I have fifty more lives to live through, like those don't matter either because I'm not there. Like mm-hmm. this is the life that I'm working on right now. This is the life that I'm creating. This is the voice that I was giving. I've been told more lately than ever that like I have something to say and for so mm-hmm. long I thought like I don't have shit to say. Like I mm-hmm. why would people listen to me? Like I remember one time I said my dad, like, how do you get people to listen to you? You know, I, I felt like people wouldn't take me serious, especially mm-hmm. when I first became a trainer. I felt like everything that I had to say would just go over people's minds. So I was like, I didn't even believe what I was saying. Like, yeah. I knew what I was saying in and, and regards <laughs> to the knowledge. You know, I was like, oh, I, I took the test. Like, I passed my certification. Like, I know. Yeah. It, but I wasn't speaking with confidence. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I think if you're doing squat like this, and yeah. like, you know, I, yeah. I could just like feel my shoulders up my ears. Yeah. Like, and now it's like, when I do train with someone, I don't train people like as a person I'm training more but sometimes i like to work out with people and i know that they want to work out with me because they're they want my knowledge and so now i'm like hey don't stand like that hey do this mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. do that and it's like mm-hmm. i don't even say i think i'm like this this this, this. i'm like look why down do see what your heel's
1: doing yeah, yeah like, Fix why, that. <laughs> because I
0: know. why because i have experience why because you came to me mm-hmm. that's why simple take mm-hmm. it or leave it right like i didn't go out i never go out of my way looking for clients now i don't like you came knocking on my door it's for a mm-hmm. reason so you're gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it to you then you know? i'm the so, expert yeah it's very very
1: humbly like, very humbly, like yeah. i but i'm also here for help and we've also mastered our bodies to look a certain way so it's like let us yeah. teach you let us teach but you let also us it's
0: you. too just like tapping back into like has to be from a place of love not fear right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i'm reminding myself right now that it like i'm not a healthy person because i don't want to be unhealthy that's what started my journey for me like i've said that before my grandpa had diabetes and he had a stroke and he spent the last five years of his life in a bed not being able to do anything for himself that was my initiation to want to be healthy like like oh fuck that i don't want that life and yesterday when i i When I, like, found out, they're like, well, we don't know if this is good or bad. I'm like, well, fuck you, dude. You fucked up my whole life. (laughs) Like, I don't know (laughs) how the fuck I'm supposed to go carry on. But for a minute there, like, when I was laying in bed feeling sorry for myself, I was like, fuck, I don't want to get opened up. I don't want things stuck up my arm, down my nose. Like, I'm fearful of that. I'm fearful of being sick on a bed. And I didn't realize that until you told me earlier. Like, where mm-hmm. where's this coming from? And I was like, Well, I don't fucking know, you know. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, No, I do. I I am realizing that there is that fear of like, I don't want to be unhealthy. But mm-hmm. that has a different energy than simply embracing my body and loving it one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, know, and I'm a big fan of the the intention of like. I just want to go when I'm old and I'm done and I want to fall asleep in my bed. That's my death. Right. That's the death I'm putting. I don't even like sickness, illness, cancer, disease, like fuck it. I've conquered all of that shit. Like fucking asthma, allergies, not being able to breathe back surgery, fucked up knee, fucked up hip. Like, I'm not worried about that. I'm just like, let me manifest. Like death is like the easy one. It's like, I'm going to go peacefully in my bed nothing wrong with me i'm just gonna it's a choice i'm gonna be done i'm gonna be complete my life is gonna be fulfilled but like death is scary for a lot of people i feel like death and like the issue of dying and how like traumatic it is to die nowadays like it wasn't always this traumatic to die dude people didn't always have like all these things going on or like the covid and all that other shit like Death is peaceful. Death is a transition back into non-physical. Right now, we are physical, right? Like, this is my fucking hand. Like, this is my body. As far as I know, until I go into, like, astral projection and shit like that. And then you're like, oh, I'm not. There's more to the universe than what meets the eye. And then for both of us, like, once you start playing with the law of attraction and, like, what can I attract and what's manifesting for me, like then you can go deeper and like play around with it and stuff like that. So it's just, int- and, and it's also nice to have people from an external perspective, be like, this is what I see for you. Right? Like this is cause I was even like, I wonder if she has awareness or if I should even say anything. Cause it's not really my place to tell you what to do, but I know just from talking to you, I know how much you're motivated by like not wanting to be a potato not wanting to end up in a bed but the universe just hears potato vegetable disease fear you know what i mean so it's like you can just play around with your thought and choose the opposite end of the stick right like i am healthy you're Mm -hmm. fucking healthy dude like you are healthy i speak my truth you know i lead with my heart i'm in tune with my feminine energy like your breasts are feminine that's your that's your like that's also how we give life right like so we have a baby we got milk coming out of our titties that's our version of like creating life and nurturing life so like what are you giving life to are you giving life to your dreams and your desires and what you want or are you giving life to your fears and things you're pushing against and then you're exhausted and your immune system is is depleted and you get sick because you're just resisting so much And that's not even to you. Like, that's to me, dude. (laughs) That's where I got. I'm like, why am I exhausted all the time? And then I'm like, what are you resisting? Like, just let it go. Just let it go. Whether you go to the gym six days a week or you go on a hike or you go in nature or you go for a walk and you get this done and you go to the sauna and, like, let it go, dude. Just do what excites you. And, like, rest when you want to rest. If it's 2 p.m. and you want to fucking nap, take a nap. Right? (laughs) So just messing around with that and playing around with it and like having other people be your reflection because even me with my back, I'm like, okay, like I spent X number of years since my surgery. What's holding me back from being fully flexible? What's holding me back from not experiencing any type of pain? What's holding me back from really like straightening out my vertebrae so I have no curve back? Nothing's holding me back. So what thoughts do I think? Like, oh, I'm tired, my back hurts, this and that. What can I start to reprogram? That way I'm out of pain more of the time and I can continue to manifest more health in my spine. Like, it's all, we all got work to do. It's just different for everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So.
1: <laughs> now that we're on another hour episode. I don't know how this is happening. <laughs> I
0: feel like we don't have shit to talk about. To I know. <laughs> and now we're shooting for an hour uh if you're listening to these long we're gonna episodes, shut that fuck up now so, <laughs> here. Um, i think it's super so cool that our voices are across the world at this point yeah I, that's I, my mic can't even like imagine what that means like i'm saying these words but i honestly cannot wrap my head around what that means like maybe we're building a a grid listening this could be a 40 year old listening i don't know you know but you're listening and you're here so thank you and you know we love you and i hope that you walk away knowing that you're not alone and probably a lot of the shit we talk about you you relate to and you're like oh i thought i was the only one Mm -hmm. and now you know you're not the only one because that's our intentions behind sharing this podcast is like we all have these questions. We all have this, like, am I doing this shit life right? Or am I doing it <laughs> wrong? You know? So we're all here just trying to figure it out day by day. And we're all doing our best. And we're all just sharing our experiences. And that's that's my ultimate goal, to just share my experiences, share the wisdom that I have gained this far and go from here. And it, truly, like, owning my power and reminding you that you have power, too, Mm -hmm. and to own that shit and don't shine Mm -hmm. away from it beat the fucking light that shines in the darkness and whoever doesn't belong in your life is just gonna fall off by themselves like Mm -hmm. you don't need those people anyways
1: Mm -hmm. all right we'll end it at that thank you all right love you guys we'll see you next week bye